welcome to this episode of Upcycling with Deb. Take what you've got and make it better. I'm your host, Deb Colometta. I'm a mom on a mission, and I'm redefining wealth so that everyone can have their best life. I can be reached on Instagram and Twitter at Deb Colometta, or find me on the website, thedebsite.com. And you can learn more about me there, um, find out about upcoming appearances. You can order my book. I wrote a book um, that did go to number one on Amazon, and it's uh, called Best Offer, Best Life. So enough about me. (laughs) I'm very excited today. We have um, an awesome guest for you today. We have Carolyn Salonetti. She's an interior designer and the owner of Blissful Interiors, and she's here today to help us take our spaces, our home spaces, and make them better. So it's right in line with our our theme. Thank you so much for being here today. Oh, well, thank you so much for having me. I've been very excited to be here. (laughs) Well, I'm very excited, too, because um, Carolyn and I are friends, and I'm always trying to be careful not to ask her too many questions about interior design, because I don't want her to think I'm (laughs) trying to get always willing to help. (laughs) Free advice. Well, poor Carolyn probably walks into my house and wants to put hands over her eyes. <laughs> Excellent. So Carolyn is actually based in Melrose, Massachusetts, but she is not limited by geography. You've actually launched um, an e-design service. Is that right? Yes. Yeah. So I actually have several clients who don't live anywhere in the Boston area, and um, it actually works really smoothly. Um, We start out and we talk on the phone about their goals for their space. From there, we kind of brainstorm with some pictures, like maybe they'll send me their Pinterest boards. I really try to get a good sense of their style because my goal is always to make your home your favorite place to be. So it needs to be my client style and um, kind of speak to their personalities. Um, So then from there, I'll... Um, do they'll send me measurements of the space and then I provide a mood board with a bunch of product ideas and a whole just a vibe for the room um, so it'll show colors and patterns and um, art and everything and um, they can kind of choose what they like what they don't like we have a discussion about it um, and then we go from there and we might need to pick some new pieces or maybe they love it all. Um, and we can, I've even used, um, you know, FaceTime to, to really kind of fine tune different things and layouts in the space. So there's so much technology that makes it really easy to work with someone, you know, across the country. I feel like that would be so convenient and, um, I have seen, you know, there's there are apps out there that maybe help you do something like that, but I don't feel like they give you really very personalized attention. So I would feel much more comfortable having you help me um, because you're a person who gets to know me as a person. You get to know the space and um, and so forth, and, and then make suggestions, which is great to have that kind of collaboration versus just you know trying to trying to work with an app, which is so personal. Right, and a huge part of design is making the room work for how you use it. So it's not even all just aesthetics and your style. It's how you use it. So I need to be able to talk to someone yeah. and learn, you know, what are they going to be doing in the space? Right. You know, are their kids 
eating all over the couches and we need to make sure we choose the right fabrics. And so there's a lot that goes into it that can be really personalized. Now, you've seen so many houses and you've walked into so many spaces and seen so many pictures of spaces, you know, through the, the, um, the e-design that you do. What are some common mistakes that people make when they're, when they're trying to design their own space and, and how can that be fixed? Yes, so I have a few, a few tips to look out for. Um, one is a lot of people hang their art much too high. For some reason, it's just an instinct to hang it, you know, up high, but you really want it at eye level. Um, you think about if you go into a museum and you're looking at paintings, all the paintings are at eye level. So that tends to be about 58 inches from the floor to the center of the piece of artwork. Um, so that's a good rule of thumb so that everything is at a human scale and um, right at eye level. Great. That's a great tip. I feel like mm -hmm. I break that rule. <laughs> Everybody does. But then when you do lower it, you get used to it and, you know, it feels feels much better. Okay, so hang the artwork at yes. eye level. That's a great tip and something we can all do. <laughs> I, try, I try to use command strips a little bit myself too because I feel like they're more forgiving. They <laughs> are. That's a great trick, especially if you're doing a gallery wall or something with a lot of pieces and then you get to try it out and see how you like it and you can always, always adjust. Also, gray is not the answer. It's a really good <laughs> color, and I do use it all the time. But just having gray walls, a gray sofa, it's not going to give your room any life and personality. So definitely don't just go to gray as a default. Um, it's good to really think about, um, you know, if you're doing gray walls, then think about areas where you can add other colors and other textures and um and then also don't be afraid to make your room a little playful it doesn't have to be just because you're an adult it doesn't have to be a grown-up boring space you can always um you know pull out some sort of favorite knickknack and put it out even you know even if you think oh this wouldn't be in a magazine but um it's important to have your personality showing in the room and then um, you know, it gives people something to notice, something to talk about, and, um, you know, it needs to, it needs to have character. That it doesn't have to be very expensive. And that's something that I actually mentioned in the book is that, um, I, since decluttering my house, I've got more room to display my kids' artwork. Mm -hmm. So if my kids paint something at a ceramic studio, or I can put that in, almost on display and it's not lost among the clutter of yes. other things. Yeah, having enough space for something kind of quirky or silly, that almost makes it more serious because you have a specific spot for it. It's not just a shelf filled with cluttered with items. Right. Um, but yeah, if you just have one silly little piece, you know, I think it can. Or a chair that, um, you know, maybe someone in your family had and it's really sentimental and it's got a great pattern and um you know don't be afraid to use those things because it's all going to give your space more life and more layers well you have a picture on your website that i love it's a room that has a lot of neutral colors but then you have this pillow that's got a pop of pink and mm -hmm. i just i if ray would go for that <laughs> i would love that but that's 
I mean, that's exactly what I love. I just love that, you know, you've, you've got all this um, just relaxing, this relaxing, nice, neat, clean look, and then you've got that pop of color. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. So if you are looking for a very neutral room, um, you can do that, but still still add little, maybe it's in the rug, or um, pillow, pillows are such a good way mm -hmm. to play around and explore color and patterns. So if someone had a, a somewhat limited budget, asking for a friend, <laughs> um, if they had like maybe $1,000 to spend and, um, and they wanted to do some work to their living room or to their home, what would you, what would you tackle first? How, where's that money best spent? I might pick a new area rug, something to kind of base the rest of the colors off of. Um, area rugs are such a good starting point and you don't have to spend a lot. Like, of course, a nice quality rug, it's going to cost a good amount, but you could buy one for $200 and it will all of a sudden bring you this color palette that you probably don't have. And then you can go from there and pick some pillows out of there and, you know, find some artwork that might bring, tie in those same colors. Um, and then, so basically just with some more accessories, mm -hmm. it would completely transform the space. That's so true. I, I never really thought about rugs so much. And then <laughs> I last year bought the wrong rug. <laughs> and then it really, I had to move it because I didn't really think I cared. And then I got it in the space and realized it, it really did change the room in a way that I hadn't anticipated. Mm -hmm. um, yes. So it's it, definitely a foundation absolutely so that's that's good and then if, assuming you had eight hundred dollars left <laughs> what would you go for I mean do you, would you recommend bookshelves or what else what, how else can people jazz up their room on a, a budget um, well paint paint goes a long way um, and I think even just a fresh even even just a fresh coat of paint can help the space and then you get to decide from scratch where your artwork goes you don't have to just put things where you have nails um so just it's almost like a blank canvas um a nice fresh coat of paint um and then a good side chair is always always a nice piece to add um because you could pick a side chair with a pattern or or neutral and go with a great throw pillow but i think Investing in in a nice side comfortable side chair is is always always fun to do. I love the idea of having just a little reading nook. Yeah, <laughs> the nooks are the best. Nooks yes. just sound so cute. Yes. Which brings me also to lighting. You oh. never neglect your lighting in your space. So tell me about that. What would you recommend if I don't I mean in my my living room, for example, I don't have any of that and I always feel like it's a dark space. So what are some suggestions you have for, for lighting? What can be done? Okay. Well, in a living room, I don't even think you need ceiling lights, really. Um, to get a really nice ambiance, it's best to have light coming from a lot of different sources. So skip the ceiling lights. You don't need them in the kitchen, but um, definitely for a living room, I would have end table, um, table lamps. Yes. And... Um, you know, maybe a floor lamp behind a chair, to, and that kind of can give it that nice little reading look, feeling. Um, and then even you could add some wall sconces to add some light on either side of a piece of artwork. Um, 
and candles are always a lovely little little bit of light to add into a space oh what a great idea yeah I feel like that's a a great tip that I'm actually going to go home today and do (laughs) is put a lamp behind a chair because I feel like it softens the corner a little bit Mm -hmm. and um, just makes the room more inviting yes yeah absolutely since we were talking about paint and having new colors on the walls what are some color trends that you see coming up over the next few months oh a good question um I see a lot of a lot of whites are very in, and especially around here, where a lot of um, a lot of my clients enjoy the coastal styles. Um, and the key to whites again is use many different shades, many different whites and creams in your in your furniture and accessories to give it depth and layers. So. If you do a white wall, that's just my my warning. Um, and then I really like warm grays and also blues, like deep navies. Um, they're all really great colors that are still neutral, but, but colors. Well, one thing that really strikes me even about your home is that I just love the colors. It just... It's, it makes me feel relaxed, and I love the color choice and how the colors can go with each other. You know, the rooms tend to blend. So is that something that you have to keep in mind? Is, if you have a smaller space, like I do, are you supposed to keep the colors in the same family? What are the rules about that? Yes, I, I feel like you are. And I think, um, so when we painted our house, we I had every color chosen ahead of time. So I really sat down and laid them all out next to each other and made sure that, you know, every sight line, the paint colors work together and we're in the same palette. Um, but then also living in apartments for so long, I was like, I need color on the walls. I'm not doing gray. I'm not doing white. I'm doing color. So I went with a deep teal for the living room. And it was just the best decision. It made the crown molding pop. And then we went with more of a neutral, you know, leather sofa, a creamy rug. You know, we toned it down in other areas. But, um, yeah, the color of the room just makes me feel good. And um, that's another decorating tip is just follow your gut. And if, if you think that's the color that speaks to you, then you should go with it. Well, I, I love that your house always looks so warm and inviting. The space is great. And you have two babies. I mean, you have two <laughs> baby boys at home, and, and still the house looks like it could be in a magazine. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> thank you. Not my, my house looks like it could be, like, in Highlights magazine. <laughs> but um, so, actually, speaking of publications, you were recently featured in Exhale Lifestyles online magazine. Yes, yeah, I was. So just this beautiful picture of a holiday um, tablescape that you had designed, and it's absolutely stunning. Um, So tell me a little bit about holiday decorating and tablescapes. What are some tips you have for people who want to make their space look inviting and prepare it for the holidays coming up, but who, like me, maybe don't have a lot of space or... Um, you know, I, I feel like sometimes I decorate for the holidays and it ends up looking like cluttered. You know, mm-hmm. what, what are some tips you have for decorating your space and making it feel warm and cozy and, and welcoming for the holidays? Yeah. Um, so one of my biggest tips would be to try to bring the outside in. 
So we, we're entering fall now. So if you're thinking of fall decor, um, really focus on, you know, the plants, the flowers, um, pumpkins, gourds, uh, even, you know, little things of wheat and hay and, you know, different, different real uh, like natural Nat- elements. Yes, natural elements that you can bring in. Um, and the great thing about that is they are not very expensive. Um, we all know Trader Joe's has a wonderful selection of gourds and plants and um, candles, too. So that's one of my favorite uh, fall stops for decor. Um, and also, you don't have to store them. Mm-hmm. So um, it's a little, you, you know, coming from... Your small space. Yeah, small space. <laughs> yeah, you don't, you don't need a storage space for your pumpkins. So um, that would be one big tip is to um, maybe use a fruit bowl on the counter that you use for everyday life, mm-hmm. but fill it with gourds. And then you're not taking up any more space than usual, but you have a really great fall element. Oh, that that is a great tip. I like anything that's um, almost disposable, you know, so I don't have to put it back in the attic. And if it's natural, it's good. It has a life cycle anyway. So you, yes. know, you can't keep it. You can maybe compost it or something, but you can't. Or eat it. it. Or, or eat, eat it. Some yeah. pumpkin pie. <laughs> That's you can put your pie on display. Yeah. yeah. Other tips I'm thinking of are um, also using some great cozy pillows. You can kind of replace your throw pillows mm-hmm. with seasonal ones or you can even just buy the pillow covers of the same size Mm -hmm. so then you're not actually storing extra pillows so that's a good little trick oh what a Um, great tip so if you stick with the same size pillow you just you know replace the cover Mm -hmm. seasonally and um, I love a good faux fur pillow maybe paired with a um, buffalo check blanket Um, there are just a lot of things to bring that cozy feeling into your space to get it ready for winter without taking up too much room. Oh, I love that. And it, it you're making your space feel warmer and cozier, but it's functional too, because how many times are you sitting on the couch and maybe you want to reach for a blanket and it's across the room, but if you have something on the couch, it's functional mm-hmm. and beautiful. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, also sprinkle a little bit of each season throughout your house. Mm-hmm. Even say the bathroom counter, have a little vase in there that every season you put different flowers in, you know, whether it's some orange and yellow mum type things for, um, for the, for the fall and then switch it out and do, you could do a poinsettia for the, for Christmas. Um, so just don't forget any rooms because just a little sprinkle of the season throughout, um, goes a long way. Oh, excellent. You are such a busy person, and <laughs> I don't even, I mean, you just have such a wonderful full life, and um, how do you how do you find work-life balance with all that you've got going on and your busy career and owning your own business? What are some tips you have for people who are um, trying to find that work-life balance? Yes, well, I definitely would recommend, um, you know, if you have a goal, if you have this idea at the back of your head that you're... Um, you just keep thinking about it and thinking about it. You should just do it. You need to find a way to, whether it's starting a business or getting a certain a job in a certain field, like I just think you need to do it for your happiness. Um, and so I will say with the kids, it's hard. I mean, you know, it's very hard to carve out that time. And 
I just I started slowly and little by little, um, adding more childcare, and having a supportive husband is very helpful who can um, kind of cover for me with the kids if I have to run out mm-hmm. to a client's house in the evening or. Um, you know, anything like that. So that's helpful. And then also finding a group of women that um, also are trying to pursue their um, entrepreneurial dreams. Like, that's very helpful to stay motivated. Because sometimes I just, um, I'm like, is this too much? Am I trying to cram too much into the day? But it's always helpful to have other women who are doing the same thing um, to kind of talk through it. And Carolyn is such a wonderful advocate for people who are entrepreneurs and, you know, pursuing their own businesses. And, you know, that's that's one of the reasons why, of course, we'd be friends anyway. But that's something we talk about a lot is yeah. just, um, you know, trying to cheer each other on as we grow our businesses. And um, I think that that's so important. That's something that we talked about with my guests from last week was... Just tr- taking action, trying to take action on a regular basis for mm-hmm. your business, even if it feels small, at least it's something. Yeah, and, and yeah. making a movement forward, even though it's maybe not leaps and bounds. If you've got small children at home, it's just important to be doing something for it so that you're moving towards your goal, whatever speed it is. Exactly. Yeah, taking the pressure of a timeline off is important. Um, and then, yeah, for the first year, I basically just dedicated my son's nap time towards working, and that's kind of how I started. And then, you know, the more clients I got, the more help I've hired, mm-hmm. which babysitters are also key. Let's be honest. So, yeah, just little by little, and just keep plugging away, and it'll grow. Well, very inspiring. So, what are you working on now? Well, I just posted a blog post featuring um, 10 of my favorite fall decor items. Um, So if you want to check it out and see if you can get inspired um, to see what you could add to your house to really bring a fall touch to it, then um, check it out. Excellent. I will definitely be looking at that today. What's the website address? It is... um, www.blissfulinteriordesign.com. Well, excellent. I'll definitely be taking a look at the blog ASAP. (laughs) So thank you so much for being here today. I appreciate you having me. This was very fun. Oh, well, I I can't wait to try out all your tips, and and I'm going to definitely check out your blog. Um, And thank you to the audience for being here and for giving us your most valuable asset, which is your time. And thank you to Stoneham TV for graciously hosting us. My name is Deb Colometta. Again, this is Carolyn Salinetti of Blissful Interiors. And you can reach me at Deb Colometta on Instagram and Twitter. And the website is thedebsite.com. Thank you very much. And we'll be back next time with more tips, tricks, and hacks on how you can start upcycling to get your best life.